give your parents a call right now. Hello, welcome to episode number seven of Geeking with the Moms. My name is Nicole Tanner. I'm a geeky mom. I've been a geeky mom for a long time. Well, the entire time I've been a mom, I've been a geeky mom. <laughs> Um, I write for the Geek Embassy about Game of Thrones every other week. Uh, I'm joined by fellow mom Regina McMenemy, who is also from the Geek Embassy, head geek at the Geek Embassy. How's it going, Regina? Good. Crazy, but good. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm also joined by uh, our resident dad, Stephen Dutzman, who is editor and founder of EngageFamilyGaming.com and the father of three kids. Hey, Stephen. Hi. How are you? Okay. Don't sound so excited. I know you always uh, You know what? You used to give me a hard time for introducing you in a way that didn't sound excited, and now you're just you're just not excited I'm, at all. I'm making uh, I'm making show notes. One. Oh. Okay. Two. Um, I don't know. I'm cool. Like I I'm a month away from E3, and I'm pulling my hair out because uh-huh. I have a lot of pre work to do. Yes. Um, and more than I did last time, because uh, I know now that I have to do pre-work. Hey, look at that. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I'm, uh, you know, I, uh, I, so yeah, I'm good. I'm excited about a whole lot of stuff, though, because this week was very hype-tastic. Yes, lots of hype this Spectacular. week. Yes, exactly. And I still haven't played God of War, so don't spoil it for me. Although I really, uh, I'm going to play it very soon. Okay, good. Um. Well, I wouldn't want to spoil it for the listeners anyhow. Um, But speaking of spoilers, so later on this episode, we're going to talk about Westworld. We're going to talk about Infinity Wars. If you haven't seen either of those, stop right after we get done talking about. We'll tell you. Yeah, we'll tell you. Make it very clear. We will. Yes. Um, If you listen to our last episode, you will. You will have noticed the tornado alarm followed by the spoiler alert sound that will play um, (laughs) to let you know. That's a warning. Yeah, that's a warning that we're entering into spoiler territory. So since I'm not going to be able to do it real quickly, if you have questions, comments, or feedback, send an email to geekingmoms at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter, same handle, and we're also on Facebook. So, so I finished God of War. It was amazing. <laughs> uh, I think I've said, I'm sure I've said many, many times, that the original Bioshock is my favorite game of all time, hands down. Yeah, God of War has now joined that oh. top of my list. That's how good it is. Yes, it's amazing. The story is amazing. There is, like I said, I don't want to spoil it, but there's there's something that happens like midway in the story that I got so excited about once I realized what was happening. I was like vibrating on my couch, like just can't, can't wait for this thing. To <laughs> it wasn't the controller then, vibrating. It was just you vibrating. It was just me. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and then at the, at the end had a it had a nice great twist but anyhow so that's all I'll, I'll leave that at that but it was amazing um god i can't say very much more without spoiling it because i, I talked a lot about the gameplay last week i can't <laughs> it's, great. it's great if you it's haven't played story. go play it uh no it's not even the story it's the gameplay stuff i can't talk about now because oh. that would be spoiling things. Oh. wow um, yeah that's yeah, a big deal it is. So um, so if you haven't gotten already um, and you want to, or even if you don't want to, as long as you don't have a problem with violence, uh, crazy, crazy violence and, and gore, then you should play this. Because at the very least, this is the defining game for the PS4 thus far. This is the, the PS4 game. Um, so, yeah, 
So you definitely need to play that. It's amazing. Only um, Kingdom Hearts isn't out yet. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was 100% trolling. Uh, uh, everything yeah, I've heard about it. Everything I've heard about it says it's wonderful. Um, the man behind the curtain, John, uh, has finished it and he loves it. I actually have. Con- I how about this? God of War is having such an impact on the universe. I have content about God of War on my website. You know, the one. Wow. You know what? I was going to pitch you a story. We'll talk about this more because I didn't think you would want it. But we could talk about this more after I have, um, I have after a, we're done recording. I have coverage for big kid games now. It's called One oh, okay. for the Grown Ups. So any big kid games we want to talk about, you can. I'm just going to okay. put One for the Grown Ups and a colon in front of whatever your title is. Uh, and then it's fine because... Okay. My, my, my wife actually made this point, and she's smarter than me, as you both know. <laughs> um, she said, well, you keep saying that teenagers are part of the family. Well, mom and dad are part of the family, too. Right. And um, a good portion of my audience is, in fact, not clueless gamer parents. It is, in fact, right. gamer parents like us right. who Party might now. want something serious to play when the kids go to bed. And thus... Uh, and this is a real good year to start doing stuff like that with Game of Thrones, or not Game of Thrones, but with God of War. <laughs> and I mean, and we've already done War- it, Regina. It's in his head. I know. It's like success. Yeah. Infiltrated. Between God of War, Red Dead Redemption 2, which is coming in October, there's a lot of really good. And, and beyond that, we have the, uh, the, the Last of Us coming soon. And you know, like all these. Yeah. And I can't, and realistically, I still get about 50 hits a day on a Grand Theft Auto review. Right. <laughs> so, hey, the traffic says people like to talk about these things, so I'm going to do it. So, yes, uh, yeah. we can talk about it. So, um, I am super hyped to play this game. The only reason I am not playing it literally right now is because I love you guys and I would, and I, and I miss talking to you. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have blown this podcast off to go pick up my copy and, <laughs> start murdering some Norse gods or whatever. I don't know. He kills somebody. Somebody <laughs> dies. I don't know who they are. I've been, I've remained largely spoiler free. I'm not watching any videos. Uh-huh. The good news is the E3 cycle. YouTube is kind of safe right now. Mm-hmm. Cause there was a couple of weeks where you go onto YouTube and you were going to get either an Avenger spoiler or a right. God of War spoiler or both mm-hmm. in the same video because some people are nuts. Now the <laughs> E3 cycle has started so YouTube is generally safe unless you like start yeah. digging deep, which is great. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's great. Everybody should play it. Hopefully Steven will have a chance to play it and finish it. And I can gush some more. I have to finish it before E3 because it oh, okay. will be spoiled for me while I'm at E3. Yeah. There's no way. How, how long did you play? Uh, I could look, I, I wasn't paying attention very much. You to- think I could beat it in a week? Depends on, I mean, I think it was maybe like 15-ish hours. Oh, I competed total. in a week. Yeah, yeah. It's not long. Because um, after you finish the story, this isn't much of a spoiler, but there's a, a whole other half of the game opens up where you can just explore and collect things and all kinds of stuff like that that isn't related to the story at all. So I don't plan on doing that part um, because I there are other things that I would rather do. Um, I might, but, <laughs> but just know that like this, when the story's done, that's only half of the game. If you like to do collectibles and, you know, try your hand at crazy bosses and all that kind of stuff. So, um, 
So yeah, so it's about 15 hours. The reason I was saying that um, about the game opening up because my completion after I finished the story was like 20% or something wow. like that. So yeah, there's a lot in the game that I did not do, uh, but that's because I just wanted to plug through the story. I did like one side thing and that was about it. Um, so yeah, so go get it. It's awesome. Like I said, you can get through the story pretty quickly. Um, and I play it on easy or just give me the story um, mode, quote unquote. Um, it's like all the games are saying that now. It's like, right. I just want a story mode. And Isaac was making fun of me. He's like, that's easy. You're playing on easy. I'm like, yes, I am playing on easy. <laughs> I don't want to get got- frustrated. I just want to get through this game. So, you ain't got nothing to prove. Yeah, I know. I know. It's because I don't know. He's still it's one of Stephen who's those, bad at games, though. He's still one of those gamers. Isaac is. Oh. Well, I mean, crap. he does. He does make Halo. Yeah, I know. But still, but still, so that makes him predisposed. I think. Um, yeah. Not that I'm not that I'm biased against people who make Halo things, but <laughs> he made a Halo thing. Therefore, he's one of those gamers. That's a, right. Uh, I'm not saying okay. I don't like him. I've, I've met him. I like him. Yes. <laughs> I like him fine. But it doesn't surprise me he's one of those gamers. Yeah. So anyhow. And so you I got tell him fun. to knock that crap off because it's okay. You can play games <laughs> on easy. It's fine. Anyone I listening, mean, you can play your games on easy. It's yes. Fine. Yeah. I mean, I never used to. Like, he. I used to. That used to be ingrained in me as well. Like, before we had Anna, I was like, you don't play a game on easy. That's lame. You have to play it at least on normal, and technically, you should be playing it on hard. Like that was what the thing was in right. our house. Yeah. Forget um, that. Yeah, and yeah. then I was like, yeah. "No, I don't want to." It just just takes too long. Like I, I beat be God of War three on hard. Um, I played it on easy at during work at IGN because I needed to get through it quickly um, to write a review and a few other things about it. So I played it on easy at work so that I could get through it quickly. And then we got it home. I was going to play again. And Isaac's like, huh, you know, you get to play it on easy again. You need to play it on hard. So, so I played it on hard and I beat it on hard. So that's like the, one of the biggest gaming accomplishments <laughs> ever done. I also beat Bioshock on hard as well. Um, so, so I mean that. I guess that makes sense. You know, God of War, Bioshock, my favorite things. Yeah, both on hard. But anyhow, um, all right, yeah. So that's God of War. Let's move on here. Nintendo has finally, finally given us details on their online service for the Correct. Switch, uh, which is there's nothing really surprising to me in this. Stephen, was anything surprising to you? Uh, I don't know. Hold on. Let me get, get it up. Um, right. It's basically, at least from what I understand, is basically like Xbox Live or um, or um, PlayStation Network. Where I you- mean, yeah, more or less, I think. Yeah. Um, so there are, um, pardon me, I'm just bringing it up um, because there is, if you're curious, there's an article all about it on EngageFamilyGaming.com. <laughs> Um, so basically there are three, I think it's, there are like three main pillars. Um, one, it allows online play, which works just like everybody else. Mm -hmm. Um, it has say it has uh, cloud-based save data backup, uh, which is something that everyone had been asking for. And it seems like everyone on the internet is mad that it's not available for free, even though spoiler alert, it's not, it's not free on PlayStation either. Um, so, but whatever, nobody's ever happy on the internet anymore. Um, (laughs) 
<laughs> excuse me. Um, and it includes the Nintendo Entertainment System, Nintendo Switch Online Suite, which is a suite of what will be 20 NES games um, that will be uh, released and available Netflix style. Um, mm-hmm. My wife was quite, quite pleased. She's been predicting this for quite some time. Um, but all of them are being updated uh, to have uh, online play, uh, which mm-hmm. is very neat. You know, um, competitive multiplayer on, you know, a Nintendo game is kind of neat and cooperative. Um, you'll actually be able to watch your friends play the game single player while chatting with them on the uh, Nintendo Switch voice chat app. Which so you can tell them that they're doing it wrong. Correct. And then <laughs> if you tell them that they're doing it wrong and they're like, prove it and tell me you can do it, they can actually pass the control to you right? Um, yeah. and then make you do it. Um, which I think is super neat, right? Like it turns everything, even like Super Mario Brothers 3 into a cooperative, collaborative experience, which is something that it never was before, um, at least across big distances. So I think that's neat. There are going to be 20 games at launch and they're going to be adding more over time. Uh, Only 10 of them have been announced so far. Um, And those 10 games are Soccer, Tennis, Donkey Kong, Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers, Balloon Fight, Ice Climber, Dr. Mario, Legend of Zelda, the original one, and Super Mario Brothers 3. Um, That lineup does not sound super amazing uh, at first glance. However, soccer and tennis will have online multiplayer, which is kind of neat. And Dr. Mario online, please. That's just <laughs> sick. Um, I officially challenge anyone in this podcast listening or you two. I don't care. I'll challenge anybody. I am very good at Dr. Mario. Um, and Balloon Fight, they're never not going to give us this crazy joust clone because Iwata made it. So, um, and there's 10 more to come. I mean, the reality is yeah. I think this is super neat. Um, they better have ice hockey. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Ice hockey, the one with the skinny guys, the middle guys, and the fat guys. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, yes. Um, yes that makes perfect about. sense. It is Nintendo. It is first party Nintendo published, um, and it makes just perfect sense to put on here. I will play that multiplayer all day, every day. Um, this is neat. Um, yeah. and it's and it's also cheap. I think that's is, the one thing yeah. that I didn't mention. Um, yep. forty bucks a year, right? Uh less than that. Yeah, it's um, like twenty. It's 20 it? bucks a year, isn't it? Oh, I thought I, saw red, I thought I read 39 somewhere. Well, here's how it works. Basically, you have an individual membership, which is for one Nintendo account. Um, and that is either $3.99 for one month, $7.99 for three months, or $19.99 for 12. Or you can create a family membership, which can include up to seven Nintendo accounts listed mm-hmm. as part of a family group for $34.99. Now, mm-hmm. okay. We are still awaiting clarification for what the definition of a family group is, meaning are can I add the two of you as members of my family? Right. Um, right now, it does not seem that that would be an issue. Um, yeah. So, but we don't know what they mean by family group. Um, but it's not locked to one switch. It's across multiple switches. Mm. So basically, they're using this to, you know, like... My family is inevitably buying another Switch. My wife's fighting it, but they're making Pokemon for the Switch. We, there's no way we're going to have just one console between. Like, there's just no way. Um, so we're gonna, you know, we're gonna buy another Switch. Um, the having all of our accounts 
being able to bounce back and forth between the, the two systems and have our yeah. safety, like being able to move back and forth will be huge. Um, yes. And having all five of our never accounts. never been able to do on Nintendo before. Exactly. And this, <laughs> and this online service opens that up. And I think that's a really big deal. Um, yeah. There's a, most people only have one switch right now. So it doesn't, I don't think anybody really feels the potential on that, but man, I, yeah, I'm I'm excited outside of the fact that I have to buy a second switch. But really, once they announced Pokemon, I knew I was like immediately I was like, all right. So how many switches is the ceiling? Like, <laughs> what is the maximum number in our house? I think two is is a given three yeah. is a third possible. Like it might be because of, you know, there's five of us that play and yeah. Megan's only turning into more of a gamer. I think this is something that a lot of people are going to be wrestling with because eventually they're going to stop making 3DS games, you know? And this service, yeah. you know, is setting it up so you can bounce stuff between the switches and all that. I think mm-hmm. it's kind of neat. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely seems cool. Um, let's play devil's advocate here a little bit. So what, how do you think people are going to respond to the fact that they used to be able to play Splatoon 2 online for free and now they've got to pay for it? I mean, the same way they responded when Sony said that PlayStation Plus was required to play online on the PS4. They were pissed, but they did it anyway. So um, I think there are absolutely some people that will stop playing online Switch games because they don't want to pay for it. I think that is and and I think that's a reasonable buying decision. Um, That means you obviously weren't all that attached to playing online anyway. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But uh, for anyone that plays Switch, like, this is a bill for us. Like, this isn't a purchase. Like, this is basically, okay, so we owe Nintendo $35 a year. Um, You know, I mean, it's it's a bill. Um, And I don't mean that in a bad way. It's like, this is just a given. I'm going to spend the money uh, the same, you know, so uh, because we use it quite frequently. Um, But, yeah, I think there are going to be some people that are pissed. But people were super mad when Sony changed PlayStation plus to be a paid service that was required for online play. Um, and they did it anyway. I yeah. Mean, there are millions of upon millions of PlayStation plus subscribers. Um, you know, so and realistically yeah. 20 NES games and probably more over time for 35 bucks a year at worst. Yeah. Who cares? And if you can really <laughs> put friends on your thing, like if you're by yourself, Seven people divided by five, five yeah. bucks. Just hey, Venmo me a five spot in January, <laughs> and we got you set for the year. Like if it really right. works that way, I don't know. I think it's a reasonable concern, but I don't think that's something Nintendo's afraid of. Yeah, yeah. Because no, Nintendo agree. fans are slaves. We're we're just going to spend the money. They could have charged <laughs> us a hundred dollars, and we probably would have done it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I okay. <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> You're I not, mean, to be the not. most expensive online thing out there that I don't know. But I mean, <laughs> I, you know what? Nintendo fans are, are bananas, man. And I'm one of them. All right. A hundred. I probably would think about it. But you know what I mean? Like if they came out and this suite of services was going to be 60 bucks mm-hmm. a year, just like, I, I you know, I would have done it without asking. Okay. Because, you know, like it, I'm I'm a slave to Nintendo. <laughs> and it's only get, and realistically, it's not, you know, Pokemon's going to be locked behind this paywall. You know, like it's not like more yeah. on like Mario Tennis comes up the end of this month. That's going to be locked behind the paywall. So it's like, I want to play Mario Tennis online. I can't, you know, so, you know, that yeah. I think it's smart that it's cheap. On the other hand, to play the devil's devil's advocate, is that a thing? <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, I think this might, 
I think this might actually be too cheap because they're not going to be bringing in enough revenue to really make that, to really justify making this like a really awesome service. Mm. I think it might be too cheap because I mean, it's got to pay for something. So now we're getting a budget, you know, it's like when you were getting a double a video game last generation, like you knew what you were getting, right? You know, you were getting SpongeBob SquarePants, like, (laughs) Maybe that was going to be okay for a little while. Like now we're getting like double A online. I don't know. We'll figure Mm, it out. Yeah. Yeah. But it's coming. At least they gave us details and at least they didn't waste time at E3 on it. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, We don't have an exact date, but they said sometime in September. Is that right? I thought I read that. Whenever Smash comes out. Right. Okay. Um, Yeah. Whenever Smash comes out. That probably makes sense. Um, so other news here. So Walmart, thank you, Walmart, Walmart, Canada, specific, <laughs> specifically, um, uh, accidentally outed a bunch of stuff that probably has not been announced and might be announced at, um, at E3. So yeah, um, a lot of stuff. Yeah. So, uh, among the things, uh, so what happened is their, um, new video game releases listings for like where you could pre-order and whatnot, uh, just showed up a bunch of new games, um, just with titles on the generic Xbox one PS4 backsplashes. Um, but yeah, so some of the ones that were on there, a new Splinter Cell, Rage 2, Lego DC Villains, Gears of War 5, a new Assassin's Creed of some sort, um, and Just Cause 4. They also had more stuff on there that we basically everybody knew was coming, which is, is not, you know, a huge deal. Um, but anyhow, I don't know if you guys saw um, Bethesda made a really, really great response to the Rage 2 listing. Um, that they put on their Twitter, they took a screenshot of the thing on Walmart and then they sort of like marked it up like, like it was wrong. It's like wrong font, <laughs> not, not all caps. The, the age rating is, is missing. There's no ESRB. It's got the incorrect key art. It's, it was so funny what they did. Um, but anyhow, uh, the other thing is, uh, you know, that it wasn't actually a denial. Um, but another funny thing just sort of off that a little bit is somebody tweeted at them of when when's the next doom coming out and they responded go buy a magic eight ball at walmart and ask it (laughs) (laughs) the the official bethesda account responded to that first markup thing just saying dude (laughs) with a period (laughs) after it so they leaned into that hard Uh, yeah yeah they did but that's great and that's such a bethesda thing to do you know they just really they they take whatever is thrown at them and just run with it, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I'm not super excited about any of these, really. Borderlands, Borderlands Three. Uh, oh, I you can't play. You can't play FPSs because they make you puke. Um, <laughs> I haven't honestly. Okay, t- call me a bad gamer. I haven't played any of the Borderlands games. Because they they would make you That's puke. Okay. So why wouldn't well, you? No, like, I used you? to be able to play first person games, like when the first one came out. <laughs> okay, well then yes, I'll call you a bad game. <laughs> the first Borderlands was just Borderlands is crazy good. Um, yeah, it's one so, of my favorites. Yeah, this this was a big ball of hype for me. Yeah, me too. Um, so looking at the list of games, like a lot of them were gimmies, like that we knew were coming. And mm-hmm. so it's not really much of a discussion, right? Like yeah. we 
like we already knew about like the various sports games and we knew about um you know uh final fantasy 7 remake and we knew about tom clancy's the division uh, uh the division 2 that had already been announced and the last of us 2 like we knew about a lot mm-hmm. of them yeah. some of these announcements were legit like kind of out of nowhere like rage and right. um you know like and Borderlands 3, which has never been officially announced, although he did go on a, a show with Ryan McCaffrey on IGN um, that uh, and basically say that like he, he all but announced it, but obviously he could announce right. it, you know. Yeah. So Gears of War 5, you know, like a lot of these make sense timing wise like many of the i think everything on this list is plausible i just question whether or not any of them you know i don't know how many are real but i I mean i want to play like half of the games on this list (laughs) the one that's getting all the news is rage right um and that's the one i care the least about (laughs) right yeah uh yeah so um yeah walmart thanks walmart um you know i was expecting or, or no thanks or no thanks. Yeah, I um, I don't know. I was expecting maybe for more people to just step up and announce now that it's out, but nobody really has. So, um, well, I mean, Microsoft maybe... is so stuffy. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, like, you guys are so, you know, like my a lot of these were like first party Microsoft, right? So like, yeah, and Ubisoft, and they're just such stuffy, old school companies. You know what I mean? Like they don't, yeah. Yeah. Um, there were a couple things missing from this list that I thought were interesting, but I'm not going to talk about those because they're none of my business. Um, okay. One specific title I was absolutely convinced was coming, but now I, I guess I have confirmation that it's not. Not pretty sad, but um, <laughs> so I mean, it's neat. It's neat. Here's the real question: Now is the bi- now we have a bingo board. <laughs> right. um, I'm actually gonna. Um, I am going to actually print this out on th- this like list. I'm gonna print it out on a poster, um, and have it sh- up in our war room, um, at the house at E3. And as the games are announced, I'm gonna circle them and give a status report on the Walmart bingo, um, <laughs> because I think I feel I. F- we have to spell out Walmart. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not. I'm not sure exactly how we're going to do it. Um, but I just think that that's a a really cool slideshow. Yeah. You know. So yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's the. Um, so yeah, I think that's neat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so other E3 news. Sony has just released details of their. I don't even know if I want to call it a press conference because we don't know for sure if it's actually going to be a physical press conference. Um, but their E3 presentation, it's going to be happening on Monday, June 11th at 6 p.m. Pacific. That's the same time it always happens uh, in relation to um, E3. There's not going to be a ton of stuff, though. They're just going to talk about four games, um, Death Stranding, Spider-Man, Last of Us Part Two, and Ghosts of... Tsushima. Tsushima, right. I, I was getting there, Stephen. Oh. It just it was, took me a second to just think about I'm it. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I was trying to help. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm a good co-host. I was just trying to help. (laughs) I appreciate that. Um, So, so, so here's a question. How much more confusing do you think Death Stranding is going to be? (laughs) Okay. So they said it's going to be a deep dive, 
right? right. Like the actual yeah. press thing said that it was going to be like they were going to go into detail. Um, and I think that's a lie because they don't have a game yet. <laughs> right. They don't have a game. That was announced two years ago, right? So two yes. years. Two years ago when it was announced, they didn't even have a freaking engine. <laughs> now, let's presume for the – let's just assume that it's not a, a lie and that it's a, a okay. true, that they're going to go deep in. That means in two years, they had to pick an engine, make all those crazy cutscenes, which those don't just happen. Those were no. really nice movies, yeah. you know, even if they're not used in game, which let's be honest, they're not going to be because this is yeah. this. Is, he the, Kojima is the auteur. He's not going to reuse those things. They've been around and dissected on the Internet forever. He, <laughs> you know, Maybe use some of the assets, but like he's not going to. So, um. I think I, I don't think they're going to be able to go deep into this. Like we're not going to have like a UI or like gameplay footage. Like that's crazy because he can't go that fast. <laughs> and it's not because he he's obviously a talented developer, but he refuses right. to go that fast. And he just signed on with them. They're not going to, he's not going to like do it just because they ask him to. Right. I, don't know. I just, I just don't think death stranding. It's, it's going to be a mess. Um, <laughs> and maybe they'll confirm like oh okay it's like a stealth horror game or something like i think yeah. we might get more details but there's no way we're going to go as deep into that as we are any of the other three games right yeah i mean spider-man they can go crazy deep because that thing has, has to be wrapping up at this point this is coming in september if it's not completely done already the word on the street is that they're polished now yeah yeah it was largely done and that they've been playing it through in-house for months yeah yeah so, so obviously they're going to be able to do really deep on that one. Um, but yeah, no, I'm actually more interested in the fact of whether or not they're going to do like a full onstage um, uh, presentation like they have done because Nintendo totally scrapped that year, year, a few years ago, more than a few years ago to just go to the Nintendo Direct. So it'll be interesting to me if Sony does the same thing. Um, well, we yeah. know for sure that Microsoft is having their physical yeah, um, press conference. They always yep. make a huge deal out of that because they have like special guests and just like Ubisoft. Although Ubisoft's man, their press conferences are too long. <laughs> I, don't know. I think Ubisoft I, would be better would be better served with a forty five minute UB direct or something. Yeah, um, yeah. I think that would be much nicer. But whatever. Um, yeah, I think Sony's. I, I I don't know if they're gonna have anything on stage. Um, I don't know. I haven't. To my understanding, no one has gotten invites yet. Mm, yeah um but i i, I don't know I yeah don't know. we know that it's gonna, they're gonna do deep dives into those four games they're gonna have third party announcements and then there's gonna be an indie kind of splash thing mm. so there's gonna be a lot of stuff mm-hmm. so i think they could easily justify a stage show and frankly those four games the last of us part two death stranding spider-man and the ghost of tsushima are mm-hmm. good enough to bookend and provide meat for a conference. Yeah. And we can presume like if I told you borderlands three got announced on the Sony stage, would you think that was weird? No. no. Right. Like then that's a, that's an announcement that like, Oh, come on. Like you show, you know, um, borderlands, that freaking borderlands dude doing the thing in his head. Like, I, I mean, they, they could absolutely show that and, show off the new heroes or whatever mm-hmm. and just really go bananas. I, it, I they've got plenty. So they, I hope they do it. I, 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 
I know Nintendo has done very well, but I f- it feels like that's a Nintendo thing, and I feel like mm-hmm. Sony would just screw it up. Because mm-hmm. the Nintendo Direct thing has always felt like it's been in earnest, like we just want to communicate with the fans and we really don't care about the normal nonsense. Mm-hmm. Sony can't do that because they're not Nintendo. And I don't mean, and I mean that absolutely in the most fanboyish way possible, but that doesn't mean I'm wrong. Like Sony right. doesn't communicate with their fans the same way. Yeah. That Nintendo wanted to and should have all along. And part of that's because Nintendo makes toys and appeals to us as children. Like we, children don't go to press conferences. Children <laughs> just watch videos online and freak out. Whereas Sony, like they're, they're making, they're making high end entertainment. Right. Yeah. And that's for that's for connoisseurs. You yeah. Know, yeah. Who can like, I haven't been um, to a PlayStation event in a very long time, but Sony used to throw these like crazy parties at E3, like insane parties with like, you know, I don't not say like completely famous, wonderful like bands, but they were definitely like like tier B bands, uh, you know, playing that, that you would have heard of the last time I went, they sort of combined their press conference slash demo time with that sort of thing. And I saw Jane's diction there, which was pretty cool. So, um, so if they don't do like a stage presence thing. And I, like I said, it's been quite a few years since they did that. So I don't even know if they do that at all anymore, but Sony was very sort of like, that was the party you wanted to be invited to and it was huge they used to have it at um dodgers is it dodgers stadium i forget it was a it was a giant place that they had this party um dodger stadium is near where um yeah it wasn't like in the stadium right but <laughs> it like, was the, like on the grounds the event center there. or whatever yeah yeah it was um yeah those parties were nuts man those days are over back though in the day yeah. yeah back in the day um okay so that's sony um so uh i didn't see this but apparently steven did um so square enix has announced their press conference they they did um well they did not give details um they just announced that they are having one which is detail enough Mm -hmm. um and it will be at 10 a.m pacific time uh on monday june 11th um, so it's actually going to be the earliest one. Um, so it opens Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's actually, it won't be a traditional live press conference. Um, instead it's going to be a Nintendo direct. Basically it's going to be a live stream of video that will be, have been produced in advance. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's just going to go live on Twitch and all that stuff. Um, and, uh, they are announcing this year's exciting news and announcements. Um, which is super vague until you start thinking about it, at which point it's actually really not that vague. Um, Remember they have Tomb Raider, they Mm -hmm. have Kingdom Hearts three. Those two are good enough to carry a video easily. Um, They also have final fantasy 15, another season worth of DLC, which we know they are bringing because they've already told us that. Um, Mm -hmm. So they have final fantasy 14, which I'm sure they're going to announce an expansion for. Um, and then Square Enix also owns Just Cause, which they could totally announce a Just Cause for. I think that that would be, you know, um, perfectly in line. And then they have all sorts of smaller stuff. Um, so they, I mean, they, I mean, shoot, they could freaking announce Final Fantasy 16. <coughs> Maybe. Because 
They, <coughs> um, because they're dumb. <laughs> and we know it's being made, right? Yeah, well, of course it's being made. Like, even if it's like three Japanese guys, like sitting in a corner, like drawing like really weird stuff, like we know it's being made. <laughs> and Square Enix would absolutely be the people to be like, hey, check out this logo. <laughs> right. And it's, <laughs> and you say, you laugh, but you straight up know. I know, it's true. That, and how many, like, how many, like, I'm not even kidding. Like, um, I would freak out at a Final Fantasy 16 logo. Here's the thing: I would freak out at a Final Fantasy 16 logo, even if all I knew it was being is that it was being made. Now, you and I know I've been working in the industry long enough. It's weird for me to be able to say that, but I have in fact been working in the industry long enough to know that if they announce it, we're talking like 2024. Right. But I don't care. Like I'll be looking at so we're at the point now where if they announce a Final Fantasy game, a new one this weekend or this this E3, my son will drive me to pick it up. Wow. I, um, I don't think you even want to think about that, do you? I don't. I don't, but like that's it, right? Like he's gonna yeah. drive to pick me to, to help me pick it up. Like that's that's how bananas it is. Um Lord knows I'll have plenty of time to pay off my pre-order at GameStop. Um <laughs> But like, you know, so we know we know that they have enough to justify it. They've always had enough yeah. to justify it. Square Enix is a surprisingly dense company. Yeah. They have a lot of stuff um, and they make a lot of things. Also, Square Enix is working on an Avengers game. Oh, right, right, right. Crystal Dynamics is doing Dynamics, the Avengers yes. game. This would um, be a great time for Crystal Dynamics to have just Iron Man fly around and just punch some dudes in the face. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think right? about that. That probably I I would be surprised if that's not part of what they're showing. My they only concern would be I don't I I mean I think that one I don't think they want to show too much too early. But you're right. Like right. if it's ready, it must be a cornerstone. Yeah. Um, and then they got to give us a release date for Kingdom Hearts. Just shut up and give us a release date. <laughs> we know it's a lie. You lied to us about Final Fantasy 15, but at least give us a date and lie. <laughs> <laughs> just lie i mean i know you're lying because you made greg miller push that button and gave us a date in september and then it came out two months later i know you're lying it's okay <laughs> just just do it just lie to us where um but hey it'll be cool i'm excited i'm super hyped for the square yeah. Enix press conference thing yeah it didn't even occur to me that that would be happening but i'm i definitely will be tuning into it to see um tomb raider for sure yeah. um all right, so wait, wait, I'd inserted one thing in the show notes, just I didn't post it in here. Oh, okay. um, Asmodee, the company that is responsible for that literally that literally just bought the Settlers of Catan. Yeah, right. Um, they just bought Mayfair, which is the equivalent, I think, of like Activision buying Ubisoft. Um, mm -hmm. ish. I think no, no. Ish. I think it's the equivalent of Activision buying Naughty Dog. Okay, like. Big deal, but not like, you know, whatever, um, is up for, is, is thinking of selling themselves. They've been in an acquisition frenzy for the last like mm -hmm. two or three years. And if they get, and they also, they own Fantasy Flight, which owns the right. Star Wars license. Yeah. Like they see the future. Um, like, I mean, they're just trying to get a quick buck. Mm, yeah. Um, I don't know who's going to buy these guys. I don't know if anybody in the board game space has the capital to buy these guys. Right. 
which is the downside because that means that they might be bought by somebody who is not board game aware and that means they could go to hell because they own a lot of really great properties and the and the distribution rights to a lot of great games they're responsible for distributing the pokemon card game in europe like they they're responsible for a lot of stuff so um we'll report more back in the future but i am super nervous yeah, I was going to say, if I loved board games as much as you do, I would be too, because my bet would be on somebody outside the space looking at, oh my God, look at all these games and you know, you know how popular they are, and they'll just swoop in and do it. You know who's got a whole lot of money and just failed to buy something? The Vendi. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, man. Tried to buy Ubisoft, and Ubisoft was like, nah, uh, uh. Well, now they've right. got all the, they've got this whole war chest because they had to sell back all their stuff. Yeah. And Vivendi buying Asmodee would be the worst. <laughs> but I bet you they would love to milk that Star Wars license. They would. Doesn't doesn't Asmodee have the Game of Thrones one too? Game of Thrones has Fantasy Flight games, which has oh, fantasy, a lot. Yeah. And Fantasy Flight has a lot of big licenses. Game yeah, of Thrones, Star, Star Wars, Battlestar Battle Galactica. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, so I know all this because of Jody. Because of Jody, of course, I know. Yeah. Oh, she's got to be a little nervous. Although realistically, her job probably doesn't change because mm-hmm. there's st- she's her job is to go to events and sell these games and help. Right. You know, so th- that's not going to change. This is more yeah. like they're going to just you know quality. It, quality. the quality might go down. I don't know. I'm ner- I am nervous. Um, I'm nervous anytime a big com- like if if Microsoft was like, "Nah, we we don't want to make Xbox anymore. We're going to sell this to somebody." I'd be nervous. Yeah. Because change is not always good. Right. Um, I don't mind change like at restaurants, but change in something very <laughs> big like that produces art. That, right. You know, yeah. Yeah, you know, no, I totally hear it'd be you. Like if Disney bought Nintendo, I'd be like, mm. <laughs> you know. Oh man, yeah, so, that is big news. That is big news. That's why I threw um, it in there. Sorry, it's in the show notes. I promise. No, no, that's okay. Books and comics. Quickly, just just quick, quick um, book slash movie thing. Which yeah, is you met somebody. Oh, oh, I wasn't gonna talk about that, but I can. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nope, I want to know. I want to know who'd you meet. I well, this is actually the second time I met her. It's Deborah Harkness. She is the author of the All Souls trilogy. Um, the books are Discovery of Witches, Shadow Night, Book of Life, and they just released a companion guide to that world, which is why she was on um, her book tour. But she has a new book coming out in that world, kind of focused on different characters than the other ones were. <laughs> Stephen. <laughs> okay people listening can't see this but steven is like bobbing his head back and forth like okay okay no i am not no nope, nope, nope. <laughs> um the people also can't hear it but there's music coming from the upstairs oh okay that's Can you guys hear it? yeah now so anyhow okay. it's <laughs> very faint but i'm dancing She's got another book coming out in the same world in September. And she read us the first chapter of that book. Like that was the big thing that came out of that, that signing slash speaking is she read the first chapter of that book to us. Which Seattle, is awesome. Yeah. So totally awesome. And Seattle was the first date of her tour. So we were literally the first, first people, people to hear that chapter. Which That's was, awesome. Yeah. Was super, I love that. Cool. I love that. Yeah. You're like, yeah, oh, she, I know something you don't know. No, exactly. And she's a wonderful person. She's really nice. She takes 
she takes at least a little bit of time with every single person in the signing line, um, either to answer extra questions or just, you know, just general talks, people like where they're from, you know, how long they've been in Seattle, what else they like to read. She does it to every single person. So it's not like, uh, here's my book, sign it. Here's my book, sign it. Here, you know, it's not like one of those deals. So, um, so it was really great. Um, my friends who are crazy big fans of hers, Leanne and, and, and Jody, um, got, got to go <laughs> with me and, uh, we got a nice photo of all three of us with her. Um, actually I have to give credit to my friend Leanne because she's the one who introduced these books to me and they are amazing. Um, they're vampire, witch um, books, but not in the twilight sense. Um, they're very well written. The protagonists are not teenagers. They're in their mid thirties. Uh, so I highly suggest checking them out. Like I was super surprised at how much I was going to like them when I read them, but anyhow, so, uh, so obviously you can get the, the trilogy, the, uh, the companion guide is on, is on sale now. I picked it up at the, uh, at the reading. Movies and TV. Um, but another quick book, um, and this is crossover movie thing. Um, uh, HBO is going to be having an original film based on Fahrenheit 451, mm -hmm. uh, that's coming out next week. So I've started rereading the book in preparation oh, for God. that because it's been years and years. Wow, yeah. That's <laughs> a heavy book. Yeah, well, it's short, though. It it's is short, short but it's heavy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I totally didn't remember anything about that book besides that they burned the books. books. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, how long ago did I read this? Like, I don't remember anything. <laughs> Maybe I should do that. I can't wait for that series. Um, yeah, yeah. I think, just just, one, I think it's uh, just a one time it's just a, it's just, Is a it just okay. You know, okay. So I actually had this disagreement with one of my science fiction <laughs> film students the other day. Cause he was like, Oh, it's a series. I'm like, no, it's a movie. He's like, no, it's a series. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's a movie. He's like, no, it's a series. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's a movie. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure it's a movie as well. I mean, yeah. we can look it up, but um, yeah, I'm I know. almost I, positive that it's yeah. a movie. Yeah. I had that same thing. I should look this up just so I can prove him wrong, but I didn't care um, enough. I'm going to look it up right now. <laughs> Steven have is, is our resident Googler. Right. So well, um, I won't argue if it's a series because Michael B. Jordan, any more of Michael B. Jordan, I'm just. Mm -hmm. Fahrenheit 451 is a movie. Yes. yes. Yeah. Thought so. Directed yeah. by Ramin Barani, starring Michael B. Jordan, Michael Shannon, Sophia Boutella, Lily Singh, Laura Harrier, Andy McQueen, and Martin Donovan. Yes. So it's cool. That comes on May 19th, I believe is the date. Um, so I'm totally going to check that out. Isaac was like, why do you want to watch that? It looks terrible. And I'm like, well, even if it's terrible, like, I still want to check it out. He's like, yeah, until you regret that you wasted two hours of your life. <laughs> I'm like, wow, really? that was, come that was on. Positive. Yeah. Well, Jeez. that's, that's, that's Isaac. You guys yeah, have met right. him, but you don't, you don't know him. <laughs> No, there is definitely a difference between those three things for sure. Yeah. Um, and so so other quick sort of TV movie stuff um, into, uh, before we get into our spoiler stuff. So Solo is coming out very soon. We have our tickets. Tickets are on sale now. I know the last time we talked, I was like, tickets are probably going to go on sale soon. So you should pay attention. Tickets are on sale now. If you haven't bought your tickets for opening weekend, you're probably not going to get any at this point. Yeah. Sorry to say. Um, 
But yeah, so we bought ours. Um, I was out somewhere when they went on sale and Isaac got them for us. The nice thing is, is Anna's going to come with us. It's so great that we can now bring her with us to Star mm. Wars movies or Avengers movies like she came with us to Infinity War. We don't have to worry about getting a babysitter anymore. It's just, it, it opens up the movie possibilities <laughs> to us <now. laughs> Because before it was like, oh, we got to get a babysitter. We got to find a time. That is like, okay, like if we're going to go during the week, we have to make sure that the babysitter is okay with putting her to bed. And even so, she doesn't really go to bed when there's a babysitter here and all that kind of stuff. So, um, but now we don't have to worry about that, which is very nice. So we're going to be seeing it on um, the Sunday that it comes out. So we won't be seeing it on open opening day. But we'll be seeing on Sunday. Super um, excited. Uh, Quick side note about that. Not going to talk about it just yet, but when we went to see the Avengers, before we got to the theater, I told Isaac, I'm like, look, you know, there's going to be a solo trailer. So how do you want to handle this? Because when we saw Black Panther and the solo trailer came on, he literally like, oh, he got up and walked out of the theater. <laughs> yeah, he put that on Facebook. He's like, yeah, <laughs> I'm standing outside the theater before we see Avengers Infinity War just to avoid any solo trailers. Yeah, and the solo trailer was the last one. So I'm like oh, but anyhow, like other trailers, like at first, uh, they're like, oh yeah, Anna, she can handle an Avengers movie. No problem. But then I didn't think about the trailers. Um, mm-hmm. And most of them were fine. Um, and until I realized about halfway through one of the trailers that it was Venom. And I'm like, oh, crap, this is Venom. And it's going to show his face. And that is the one of the freakiest looking comic book characters in Ever. the world. Yeah. And it sure did. But she seemed to be fine. <laughs> I was wow. like looking at her like, like, oh, no, here it comes. And it's like really deep voice. Like, we are Venom. And I was like, oh, my God, she's going to freak out. But no, she was fine. That's she awesome. was fine, <laughs> which was good. Yeah. yeah. Um, so let's see. What else is going on here? The Expanse has been canceled. I didn't know that. Yeah. Brooklyn Nine-Nine and The Expanse and Last Man on Earth and something else, too. Wow. They they cancel a whole bunch. And yet somehow uh, The Last Man Standing is still existing, which is Tim Allen's show, which... Yeah, stupid <laughs> sitcoms. I mean, well, I mean... I mean. Sitcoms are okay. Well, it's there's a certain genre of stupid sitcom that I'm referring to more. Like, I'm upset that Brooklyn Nine-Nine is being canceled, even though I'm not a rabid fan. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a good sitcom. Yeah. Last Man Standing? No. It's not. <laughs> no. Um, it's really not. I'm not. I'm just, I'm just defending sitcoms in general because I am a fan of them. Um, we're obviously all dancing around the, the uh, elephant in the living room, which is that Big Bang Theory has been renewed for another two seasons. Wow. 11 and 12 yeah 12. But then it'll be then i think it'll be done they've done just about everything they can do um, I, yeah so yeah. um but the uh and then but then then they have enough episodes that they could li- live it in syndication for the next 30 years and it won't matter so mm-hmm. um i just i threw those out there because they're making a big deal the good news is that uh the people at brooklyn 99 their producers have already been getting calls to yeah. so if you have heard the news that, that it was canceled it was in fact canceled however looks like it might just be taking a hiatus mm-hmm. um because uh, Hulu and netflix yeah. and tbs and various other networks have been like wait you're gonna do what uh, i really don't know what fox was thinking like i yeah. really don't i mean they're losing new girl this year because the show has run its course like losing brooklyn 99 like it that wasn't an expensive show to produce or pay for the actors 
Do you think like, this has anything to do with um, the possibility that Disney is going to buy them? No, Disney's only buying their movies. And yeah, they're not buying the, the news side. The TV and the news side are all yeah. completely different entities. So, oh, no, okay. I, I mean, it. I, I mean, they obviously made a decision and I disagree yeah. with it on some levels, but like they wouldn't have done it if it was making them a lot of money. Right. right. Like, and we also don't know. The one thing that we don't know is we don't know the new shows that are coming. Yeah. Right. So yeah. like those get announced like over the, in the next coming weeks. So like they mm-hmm. might have some like real hot stuff that they just really believe in mm-hmm. that hasn't been announced. We don't know. Yeah, I just hate people. <laughs> you just you just grumpy. You just a grumpy. little bit. I'm a little which grumpy. is normally my thing. I know. <laughs> I'm not usually the grumpy one. I'm usually the mediator. But I'm the grumpy right. one normally. I know. This is so like we're not on brand. <laughs> it's an off week. So. <laughs> yeah, I I know some people are going to be upset about the expanse. Uh, I haven't been watching it. Um, mm. I had no desire to watch it, but I like the books. Um, well, I haven't read all of the books because there are like a bazillion of them. I think I've read like four, um, four or five. Um, but yeah, so lots of people are gonna be upset about that. Um, spoiler alert. Uh, which one do we want to talk about first? Why don't you guys, how about this? How about you guys talk about Westworld? Cause I I need to use the restroom. At least I'm being, I'm just being real. So okay. I'll take a little bit. And I also need to check on my children because my wife has not gotten back yet. So oh, okay. um, I will go check on my children while you guys talk okay. about Westworld and then I'll come back and then we can, and then we can share our hot takes. Okay. All right. I'll be right back. So there are some good things in this last episode. I yeah. Thought. The, the most recent um, one. Yeah. It's been, it's been off to a slow start. Yeah. Um, there's still like some plot holes. Um, just a little bit like giant plot holes right yeah i was gonna say um like first because like um the i don't remember what her name is she's like the business side person like she was a representing the shareholders or whatever i want to say naomi but it's not naomi but it's something like that so in like the first was the first episode or the last one i don't remember she's like we can just forget about getting rescued until we deliver this host and then right rescued i was like well what well, but it's the time <laughs> like it's they're still messing with the time timeline okay like yeah. because because there's a, a timeline with bernard and and her i was gonna try to look up her name i just pulled up we have a new writer on the Geek Embassy who is writing yes. specifically about Westworld. Um, Jay Milu, I think is her name. Um, anyway, so uh, I was pulling up hers to see if uh, I could find the name of that character. Um, but she's not really one of the main characters. Charlotte. No. Charlotte. Yeah, I think that sounds right. Charlotte. Yeah. Charlotte. Yeah. So Charlotte and Bernard are in, they have a second timeline. There's a second timeline going on with Charlotte and Bernard that is after some major event happens because they find the lake full of bodies. Right. Right. And that's yes. in a future timeline. Then yeah. the actual like timeline going on with like Bernard running around with Dolores and all that stuff. Like those are two separate timelines. So. Okay. It's yeah, really I'm hard. Confused. There's no, there's nothing to differentiate between the timelines right now. Yeah. So 
Yeah, that was my big thing. I was what? what? And I mean, this is like a stupid little silly thing, but you know, Bernard sort of having his little tablet thing um, that he could plug into um, Abernathy. Like those things aren't big. Right. But they're like iPad size. So I'm like, where where did he keep that? Like, well, they fold though. Haven't you seen him unfold them? Oh, okay, right. He puts it in yes. his jacket pocket and he pulls it out and he unfolds it. And so it's oh, like a pamphlet fold. Okay. So it's got like three pieces and then it fits in this pocket. Okay. Not that yeah. I really want to help the show because I'm really not very uh, happy with it right now. But that has more to do with character choices and the fact that they're like yeah. King Dolores on a Rick Grimes kind of like walking yeah. dead. I have no remorse anymore plot line, which is really pissing me off. So, yeah. Well, I mean, they did take a sl- this is a slight little yeah. turn from that in this last episode they when did. she saw um she was Abernathy, who was her dad. Yes. Um, and she, you know, they were talking, she was talking with him about where they used to live and everything. And you could see that her mom. At least there's a little bit in there that mm-hmm. she I think, realizing that it wasn't all bad. Yeah. There were some things that yeah, she actually sure. did enjoy about yeah. that life. Yeah, for um, sure. And it it helped. Yeah. This last episode helped. And she cracked this veneer, but she's just been this like blank. Like the thing that was most intriguing about Dolores was thinking about the fact that she was, you know, a robot, but she was so emotionally demonstrative. Like she just had these emotions play over her face. And of course, you know, she's a real person. So, you know, naturally. Yeah. But like that idea that she was, you know, a creation that was able to emote so effectively was the most intriguing part of her storylines. Yeah. Aside from the her like awakening, but well, like watching her as an actress, like watching this process. And then they take it all away from her and they're like, oh, you, you know, you're still, you know, you're resolved and you're going to kill whoever gets in your way and blah, blah, blah. And then she turns, like I said, into, to Rick Grimes with no, you yeah. know, you no know, emotion and no um, empathy anymore, and I was just like, screw you guys. And the story's been too much about her. I need more Maeve. Yeah, yeah. Well, we got more of it. We did. Um, yes. Yeah. She's still, she's still dragging the writer. Around, I know. So. I love actually. <laughs> um, but one thing that was interesting there is when the uh, the guy who's her guy Hector. Is that a, yes. With a um, scar. Yeah. Oh, God. yeah. Yeah. He's like talking to her, like something about like something about his affection for her. And then the right. writer is like going, he's like, it's no, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. So, cause you know, so, but that also shows that like, they're not completely a hundred percent sentient yeah. just in, yet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they there's still some of that, yeah. that programming in there, yeah. um, which I thought was an interesting thing. And then it ended just when it was about, about to get interesting with the yeah. uh, Japanese. Yes. Um, yes. Samurai like, uh, the, the samurai, the samurai <laughs> world. Um, the writer's and, like, get out, yeah. get out. We got to get out. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it opened in the, I guess, India, um, right. world India or what, whatever, ever yeah. be nearby because the chick was in the water with the tiger yeah so, yeah that tiger man that was bad cg i was, was just terrible. like yeah it's i well, mean it's, it's hbo I, they should be able to do better than that i know exactly it was like i was like wow i guess they don't have the game of thrones budget no. so, yeah um but the other thing um, that was like grand really- theft auto doesn't have the game of thrones budget <laughs> Nothing has the Game of Thrones budget. It's $10,000. Each time she puts a wig on, it's $10,000. Avengers barely has the Game of Thrones budget. Okay. All right. But the CG was bad, Stephen. You would agree with us that it could have been been better. I trust you completely. 
Um, so the one thing that was actually really distracting about that scene at the beginning is the music in the background is actually Seven Nation Army by the White Stripes. Um, <laughs> I was like, because I, I couldn't place it. Like, I was like oh, listening right. to it. I'm like, I know this song. Like, know what this. is this song? I They've know done that song. a lot. They've yeah. they done that a lot one, through the first season, too. This one was, I don't know what it was. This one was just really distracting and it yeah. could just be because i was like what is that <laughs> yeah that could be too but i because yeah. i watched i rewatched the first season on my computer on amazon mm-hmm. where you can see like the trivia right right all of the trivia was all about like oh this is this background music is this cure song and then this background music is this mm-hmm. so there's like tons of like pop culture references that are kind of like hidden in yeah. like, the music because they're like um you know um orchestral or instrumental that's what i'm looking for instrumental versions of pop songs so um, which is interesting and then sometimes they play those songs at the end um yeah of the episode but yeah okay infinity war which i totally had not planned on seeing but isaac's like hey we should see it so i was like okay okay let's go see it we can take anna i'm like that's fine yeah whatever um like i said i've not been up on the (laughs) Up you weren't you weren't in on the universe. No. So like at the beginning, <laughs> this is so pathetic, but at the beginning, um, when like Loki and Thor are with Thanos, I totally did not know that was Thor. I was like Oh, with the eye patch. With the, the eye, eye patch, patch and the short hair, and then Loki saying, Oh, he says, like, oh, I'll you know, kill your brother or whatever. I'm like, brother, I'm like, brother. That's Thor? Yeah. Like, is that Thor? What? Yeah. Last time I saw yeah. him, he had long blonde hair. Like I just yeah, you missed Ragn- Ragnarok. That's yeah, um, yeah. So I was confused right off the bat, but uh. he lost his eye and his hair. I like him better with short hair, though. I think and his hammer and his hammer. He lost right. his yes, hammer. yes. I the hammer. Oh, you know, to jump ahead, but how awesome was Peter Dinklage? Oh my god, he was great. <laughs> was oh, I didn't know he was in it. Um, I didn't either. <laughs> and so I went to go see it the first time with my mom. Uh huh. And she is a like next time you guys go ape on Game of Thrones, I'll have my mom come take over because she watches. <laughs> she's almost as into it as Nicole. Almost. Wow, that's saying something. Um, saying some stuff. <laughs> I mean, you know. So she, uh, so I looked at her and I was like, "Is that?" And she was like, "Oh yeah, that's him." And I was like, "Whoa!" I thought that was so on the nose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the yeah, he's good. He was good. Yeah, that, his I like scenes that whole were really scene. good. Yeah, his yeah. whole his whole sequence was great, and Thor's whole arc in that was great too. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah of like, it ended up being sort of what I the the problem with it was sort of the problem I expected to have with it, and that was just too many characters. Just it's hard to follow everywhere. Yeah. Well, well he had seen everything leading up to it. There's so much backstory in it that it wasn't that it was hard to follow for me. It just seemed like you didn't get enough screen time with any given mm-hmm. character if, so if, like there's all these huge stakes going like for mm-hmm. everybody but it's it, that didn't come across to me yeah um because you didn't see anybody in any extended period of time right so but but that's me i loved that um tony stark called dr strange a wizard oh god that was wonderful that, i picked that is in our in our recording i picked that as my favorite line um yes. where he says to spider no when he says to hulk you're embarrassing me in front of the wizards yeah i just cracked up like that was yeah. my favorite yeah 
Well, Tony Stark and Doctor Strange together was just my favorite combination. It was. It was. That was were, really funny. Yeah, they were salty um, and sarcastic. It was awesome. <laughs> One thing that was funny with Anna is, um, I think it's the Hulk, you know, um, Tony Stark says, oh, the Avengers, like we broke up or whatever. And Hulk's mm-hmm. like, you broke up, you know, like like the Beatles or something <laughs> like that. And Anna <laughs> thought it was hilarious that there was a band called the Beatles. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to hold that one against you as a parent. I'm, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, we haven't got there yet. <laughs> right. I was just like, <laughs> well, there's a TV show called Beat Buddies or whatever. No, oh, yeah? something or other. Beat Bugs, Beat Bugs, and it's all okay. Beatles songs with like, oh, okay, with insect stories on. It's on Netflix. Or oh, okay, it's Netflix know. or Amazon. I can't remember which off the top of my head, but yeah. But I was just, I was dying in the movie theater. That's funny. She's like the Beatles, like what? It's the Beatles. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, so so I don't dictate this conversation too much. So. <laughs> Steven, I know that you have feelings. I do. Would so like it, can, I ask, can I ask, have you guys seen it more than once? No. No. Okay. I won't pay to see think, it more than once. <laughs> um, I think it's worth seeing it twice. Okay. And this is why. Um, the movie is not about the Avengers. No, it's, it's about, about Thanos. Thanos. Yeah. And so the first time I watched character. it, I was watching it as an Avengers movie because mm-hmm. that's what they told me it was because that's the name of the title. But there's really like, right, that's the name of the movie. It's that, yeah. And so I was sold an Avengers movie and what I got was a Thanos movie. And so the first time I watched it, I was mad because there wasn't enough screen time for any of them, any of the quote unquote main characters and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. They're like, the, the movie is about Thanos and it's his hero's journey. And he goes on a complete one. If you think about it, the whole, mm-hmm. the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so the second time I watched it, I watched it with that lens. Like yeah. the first time I watched it, I was like, okay, now I can go into full spoiler territory. And I went and grabbed it. And um, so the second time I went to watch it, um, I watched it with the intention of trying to view it from Thanos as the, as him, as my POV character. Um, Mm -hmm. And it actually really did change it and it made Mm -hmm. everything a hundred percent better. But I think there's no way to prep people for that initially without spoiling it. Um, I think he's a fascinating character Um, for anybody that thinks I like, I don't agree with him. Like there are a lot of people that are like, Oh man, I totally agree with what he's saying. Um, I've had a lot of, uh, some of my friends be like, I'm team Thanos because I agree with, and I'm like, all right, dude, half the world's population should just be obliterated. That's great. Okay. Sure. Um, the, uh, yeah. Um, so, um, that helps. So for anybody that was watching it and was left with like a bad taste in their mouth because of the ending, which I know there were some people I was in the beginning. Um, I walked out of the, the, the theater, my first viewing mad. Mm-hmm. Um, because I really thought that the ending was cheap yeah. because, um, all the people that are dead, like half of them are already like filming movies, you know I what know. I mean? Like, <laughs> like it's not, not literally, but it's like, why'd you kill spider? Like, why'd you kill Spider-Man? Okay. We know. Yeah. So the one thing that I will bring in from our discussion that was not a point that I made, but was a point that Evan brought up um, that the producers have said, you need to remember that, you know, the superheroes um, go on with other people in them and as their roles. So I guess Mm -hmm. like 
there's someone named Miles who's taken over as in the comic books at least who's taken yeah. over as Spider Man. Miles Morales is the new is Spider Man. Yeah. So like that's like their thing. And my 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 rebuttal to that was <laughs> um they've already invested a lot of money in these actors. So mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they're not they're just not the, actually dead. They're not mm-hmm. dusting, you know, two thirds of the the characters. Like, yeah. they're not getting rid of Black Panther. Know, not exactly. Black Panther. Like, come no, on, no this way. Is dumb. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, and not to trust producers because they're going to lead you astray anyway. So, yeah. what it felt to me was like they could have. I mean, I feel better now, um, but I came out of it angry because the the, the ending felt cheap because I knew. That those guys were going to come back. So why right, make yeah. that the end? Why make that the end of the movie? Yeah. Until Agreed. then, I realized the movie wasn't really about them. The movie was about Thanos, and he got yeah. his happy ending. He was, yeah, uh, he, yeah, he was living happily ever after. He's living his best life, man. which is what He's he wants. Super satisfied um, with himself. So that made me feel a little bit better. But I was like, man, that feels cheap feel because better. why would you kill those guys? I feel better now. I'm so um, mad. I don't even know if I'm <laughs> mad. I, I'm not mad. Like I'm not mad about like the thing. I just think it's. Like, like we gave our grades and I gave it a B and I said, I can't really give it its full grade because this isn't the conclusion of this story. Right. So, that, this is yeah. what I've been saying. Um, Cause after I watched it, I went into work as a dude that wanted to know my opinion. And I told him that I'm not happy. Right. But that I really think that it will be like, I am confident that when I see the next movie, I'm like, Oh, everything's fine. Right. And I'll just disagree <laughs> with where the ending was. was like, I'll be yeah. like, maybe this one should have been three hours. Right. And the next one should have been two. Right. When this is really one five hour long movie. Right. Um, but then that doesn't follow with your narrative because this is the, you know, the true end for Thanos as the protagonist. Like that was I, the end of his story. I so. understand. <laughs> it's still labeled an Avengers movie. I know not um, Thanos infinity war. Thanos is infinity war. Which they probably really would have punctuated wrong, so I'm glad they didn't call it that. <laughs> yeah, it would have been a mess. Um, I'd be interested to see like a DVD cut, like a Blu-ray cut that was more deliberately cut to be about Dan. No. Like more deliberately cut to be his from, from his perspective. I think that'd be a cool special feature somewhere down the line. Maybe some like fan will do a fan edition. edit and we'll do that. Oh, yeah. well, no, Disney won't let that happen. That, the <laughs> fan edit will exist for like an hour and a half. Um, yeah, so I thought that, get downloaded. <laughs> yeah, I thought the, um, the, so that was a part of an issue. I got over it when I watched it the second time. Um, but I, I, yeah, I still am. I, I'm just waiting. I, now I have to wait a year. And it's, at least it's only was, a year. Yeah. At least it's only a year. You know what? Um, remember when Matrix 2 ended and we only had three months? Nope. And then the, there was the Matrix 3. Now, admittedly, mm-hmm. terrible movies. But yeah, that's not the point. Like, we only had three months. I think a year is too long. Mm-hmm. Um. So, and maybe that's just me being picky. With all of my those complaints said, um, everything that I wanted out of, that, out of this movie, I actually got. That's good. Mm-hmm. I wanted, you know, awesome fight scenes. I got that. I wanted that fight in Wakanda to be, like, super badass. It totally was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's fun. The development of the Hulk, I'm, I'm down with, because he got his ass beat in the beginning. 
That, yeah, I did not see that thing. coming. Um, so I thought it was, and, and, you know, Stark and strange. I mean, they've worked together before, right? Like that's, that's the bit. Weren't they? No. Haven't they done something before? No. You mean no, the no. actors or the characters? The actors. No, no. But the, the thing that's funny about it is that they both played Sherlock Holmes. Oh, that's that's yeah. That's yeah. yeah. Just in different. But they movies. were both the same. So, but they're both amazing actors and they both played off each other super well. I think mm-hmm. the pair, I think the, like, in the writer's room where they wrote down all the names of all the different characters and circled them in different colors to identify what groups were going to be going where. I think mm-hmm. they did an amazing job making interesting pairings. I agree. In different places. Yeah. Um, like it, because they, and I think they made literally every decision, right? Like there's not a single character that I would move to a different team. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was probably going to be the biggest challenge. You're right. They didn't give us enough screen time with anybody, but yeah. they were never going to do that. Yeah. There was um, no way they could have this many characters in it and not. Yeah. And get, and get everybody. Also, how about that girl, that girl power moment? My God. I thought of you guys when they were like, when uh, the, 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 un, the nameless villain chick was like, you're going to die alone. And she's like, you're not, she's not alone. And it's like, Right. Like Koye right. and the Black Widow versus that crazy chick. That was yeah. amazing. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. That <laughs> was like, like the that, girl power moment. I, I just really, I, I, I was kind of generally upset with the lack of presence of the women throughout the movie. Mm. Um, short of Gamora is really the only one who gets any kind of like major focus. There's a little on Scarlet Witch, but I mean, we get very little. There was just very little of the women. There was very little interaction between them. Like I wanted a whole movie of just the women interacting with each other. Um, women yeah. How weird is this? Like technically, if like with considering the fact that it has some of the strongest female characters in superheroes outside of Wonder Woman, it still failed the Bechdel test. I know. That's, like that's how what the I brought F up in our recording that? as well. Although after you do that, I mean, <laughs> although Dante said it didn't technically because they do actually have a conversation about the fight. But then we kind of debunk that because the fight is still about Thanos. So it's technically still about a guy. Yeah. So it's yeah. At, at the, at the absolute best, it is dancing the razor's edge. Yeah. At the, yeah. at the, at, like the, at the absolute because, best you know, it's dancing yeah. the razor's edge. There's yeah. no way that it guarantees a pass. It no, might be ambiguous. No, I, I don't, I, I wouldn't, I don't mark it as passing the Bechdel test. It's too many, um, there's too many female characters, you know, thank God they all have names, but there, there was just so little interaction between them and so little conversation. I really felt like that was a failure, mm. um, in the writing. It could be in the editing. They could have had scenes that they cut. I don't know. Um, uh, but I really do think that they could have done better with that. So I agree. Yeah. I think part of that could have been the way the teams were broken up. Yeah. Um, yeah. I should say too, that because, you know, because yeah, if someone else had been on the, on the Iron Man one of the female characters had been on the Iron Man side that might have had, yeah. Neb- had Nebula bit. shown up earlier. But the problem yeah. is Nebula is singularly focused on Thanos. So yeah. I don't think that like, she's like yeah. crazy. So I don't know yeah. if she can talk about anything that's not about Thanos. Yeah. Um, but with that said, I agree. I think that that was a weakness, but I can't, I don't know how they fix that necessarily mm. without like, I don't know how they fix it without more movie. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't. Twenty I don't know more how they minutes. That, twenty that more or, minutes. Yeah, yeah, twenty more minutes of movie, and they could have fixed it. Yeah, they, just, yeah. 
Um, they and and uh, did, did you, I, I didn't and this is the the last thing that I will say before passing the torch. Um, I didn't uh, cry for one second when not a, not a drop, not, not a single tear, I not was, even uh, with Spider Man's. You okay, know, whoa, 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 whoa! The Spider Man thing got me. No, the second time. No. But, okay, I'll tell you why. Hold no. on. Vision no. didn't affect me at all. At all. Um, which surprised and he was white me. Again, so you're right about that. Gray. But Gray. He's gonna come back. <laughs> now the good news is now he has now we have a body. So right. that's the first thing we that Evan said to me when we walked out. He's like, Dad, at least we have Vision's body. That means he's gonna come back. And I'm like, Yeah. Because because <laughs> obviously because Black Panther's sister can fix him. Right. right. He's just got a hole in his head. That's not a yeah. big deal. So clearly he's coming back. As she was the, already like, why didn't you make this smarter? So not enough Shuri. Not enough Shuri. Not enough Shuri. Not enough Vision. Did you guys see that the director of Black Panther wants to do a movie with just the female characters from Black <gasps> Panther? That would be I so would, awesome. I would go to that. I, I hope, I hope yeah. that, that, I mean, the easy that, way to do that is to just make that Black Panther 2. Like, they don't yeah. have to make... Like they can make it Black Panther too, and just have him like just be there. Like and River just, said, like, she's gonna them. be the next Black Panther. Uh, no, I think she's gonna be the next Iron Man. Yeah, I heard that too, but I heard that she was gonna be Black Panther, and I'm sticking with that. I don't think they can have another Black Panther because they, have they don't have any more flowers. They don't have any more flowers. I said that too. But for her, but she could be the new Iron Man in a minute. She could just yeah, make yeah. herself a better super suit. Yeah. Well, he's gonna die, and she's gonna take over. Okay, yeah. that's fine. I hate, I hate um, to be this person, but I have to go soon. So, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. No, no worries. So you go. <laughs> Me? Oh well, yeah. I wasn't. I didn't. I didn't get emotionally invested. I was really sad about that. I didn't have a greater emotional reaction to it. I was ready for a meaningful death to happen with the characters and I feel like they kind of tossed that away with this ending. Um, although I'm afraid Loki might be dead, which I did kind of like get a little emotional about, but he's a god, so I don't know about that. Yeah. Um, I don't think Gamora is actually dead, so like everything that was supposed to make me feel something fell flat because you know, it's just not yeah. none of it is, all of it's going to be undone. Like, and I don't know yeah. how it's going to be undone, but I am 100% sure that um, almost all of the last 20 minutes of that movie is going to be undone. And so yeah. I was just like, I just left it going. Well, yeah. Okay. I think it's going to be a time thing. Yeah. I think it's going to be a time thing too, or something with the soul stone that, um, that they're all trapped in some way by the soul stone that that's why they dissolved. And they, there weren't like dead bodies or whatnot that the, yeah. essentially their energy was absorbed by the soul stone and that that'll yeah. be undone. So, so here's a funny thing. So I didn't actually see the end. <laughs> I saw part like people were starting to dissolve. Right. And Anna's like, Mommy, I gotta go potty. I'm like, oh. oh my god, are you kidding me? So I had to take her to the bathroom while we're in there. I'm like, hurry up, hurry up, we're gonna miss the end of the movie. And then when we got back into the theater, the credits were rolling. Oh. And I'm like, oh man. And then I went up and talked to Isaac, and he's like, Yeah, more people dissolved. And then it showed a shot of Thanos and you didn't yeah. miss anything. So yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. Okay, but, but you that, guys are talking about some sort of Spider-Man thing, which I obviously missed. So, well, it was the the one sort of like emotional death of the people who turned to Ash was Spider-Man when he he starts feeling it. I think before the others do, and I heard the uh, one of the uh, Max on our our podcast explained it that 
it was his spidey sense gave let him kind of clue in that something was happening. Uh-huh. And so he says, I don't feel so good, Mr. Stark. And then he grabs him and then, yeah, like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. And oh, I missed that part. The, yeah. <laughs> the part of that that got me is that he's a kid. I mean, he at the end of the day, he's yeah. a kid. And he yeah. reached out to the one person he thought he could reach out to. Yeah. And it happened to be the most emotionally distant person there. Yeah. Um, and so well, he just know. wanted to. Oh, I mean, Doctor Strange is pretty emotionally distant too. Like okay, between the but, two of them, I don't okay, know. the most relevant, the most relevant, the most to him, because sure. you know, like to him, like so, he reached out to like his dad, basically, yeah. more or yeah. less, and um, Tony Stark didn't didn't react. He didn't know um, it at all. That hit me because, um, like th- that hit me because Tom Holland is my Spider Man, yeah. um. And because he's a kid, he's just a couple years older than my oldest son, mm-hmm. really. And so yeah. that kind of bugged me. Um, but he's not actually dead. So it doesn't right. really matter. Um, but the fact that he, in his last moment, while freaking out, because I'm sure his spider sense was like, I don't know what's happening, but yeah. half of the universe is dying. Yeah. So he was clearly in bad shape. Yeah. Um, he went for some kind of support and he didn't get anything. Yeah. Um, you know, like he didn't, Iron Man didn't even say anything. Yeah. Like yeah. he just, so at the end, he's like lying on his back, just kind of, all right, Mr. Stark. Like, you know, was, that was, that was really hard for me. With that said, what are you going to do? <laughs> We're gonna, I'm going to watch it. Um, shoot. Captain Marvel's going to be pretty rad. Yeah. So mm. I'm down with Captain Marvel. That'll be I'm awesome. I'm down with Captain Marvel too. That's going to be great. What's something that I can watch that'll give me an idea of who this actress is? I don't know. I don't know who the actress is. Uh, yeah, I don't know Brie Larson. Brie Larson? I mean, I'm going to have to look something up because I literally have no idea who she is. I just know she's an actress. And I know people are, well, I mean, I know she's an actress that has done other things is what I mean. Oh, okay. Um, And I don't know. All right. So what has she done? She's done other stuff. But that's the thing. Like, I really don't know who she is. I just know she's. Well, sometimes that's better. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah, I find that that's better lots of times, actually, because typically I'm sort of clouded by what people have done in the past. Um, Robert Downey Jr. I wasn't so much, but that's because he is so perfectly Tony Stark that everything that he did before then doesn't really yeah. live up to this. She was so. on Community. Yeah. Oh, my God. Now I know where she's from. Okay. okay. This is gonna be, she's going to be really good. I mean, the thing about <laughs> Captain Marvel, okay, is that she's not super serious. Like, no. she's serious, but she's not like Wonder Woman serious. Right. Right. But she's not like Peter Quill not serious. Right. I think right. she'll fit. She's a, she's a Marvel hero, so right. there's a little bit of sarcasm there. Yeah. And she will be able to deliver the sarcasm. And um, she's Superman only... A lady, right? So, right, and fists, uh, lasers from her fists, not her eyes, um, is really the only difference. So, yeah. I, I'm super psyched. She's gonna beat the shit out of Thanos. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, any last thoughts? Then I think we we've covered most we of it. it. We, yeah, we covered it. Okay, cool. All right. Well, and I think that wraps it up. Thanks so much for listening. If you have questions, comments, or any other feedback, what did you think of Infinity Wars? 
What did you think of Westworld? Let us know. Send an email to geekingmoms at gmail.com. Uh, that's also our handle on Twitter. It's also where we are on Facebook. I write for the Geek Embassy about Game of Thrones. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at NicoleTanner.com. Regina also works for the Geek Embassy. Uh, the Geek Embassy is just at the Geek Embassy. Yes. Correct? Yes. yes. Um, Everywhere. And then obviously the geekembassy.com. Yes. Regina is at Doc Liz with two Z's. Uh, Steven is from engagefamilygaming.com. They are also everywhere under either Engage Family Gaming or EF Gaming, right? Yep. Am I right, Steven? Yes. Um, so, um, so yeah, so you guys have anything special going on? No, just no. go check out the podcast episodes we did for Infinity War. Yeah. Cool. And and Nicole's article, which will probably come up the same day that this podcast so, is coming out. <laughs> I was I was about to ask you about that, <laughs> yeah. but then I saw, but then I saw that the the podcast post just went yeah. up today, and I'm well, like, okay, no, it's my, not my schedule today. kind of threw a wrench into everything this week. Yeah, so yeah, I completely no. own that. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's okay. That's okay. Um, I was I, I wasn't like rushing to get it done. Anyhow, I just knew I knew right. what I was writing, so yeah. it wasn't a big deal. It was supposed so. the episode was supposed to come out yesterday. Just to be fair, it was supposed yeah. to be yesterday. Yeah, but you've been busy. Yeah. Um, I do have a big pile of content that just came out mostly this week. I actually have written a series of parents' guides to all of the premium gaming services that are available, so Xbox Live Gold, cool. PlayStation Plus, etc. So, uh, if you are a parent or if you know parents that ask about this kind of stuff all the time and would like an explainer on what those things are, um, they're all linked all over the place. And um, yeah, the, we'll be sharing them regularly over our social media because it took me a long time to make them. <laughs> <laughs> good <laughs> all right well i think that wraps it up thanks so much for listening and we will be back with you in two weeks bye, bye.